It's a competition clinching shot. Oh, how about that? The LET Golf Podcast, the official podcast of the Ladies European Tour. From Riyadh, Saudi Arabia, week two of the season. And joining us is the champ from week one, Singapore's Shannon Tan, who made history last week at the Magical Kenya Ladies Open. Shannon, what a week it's been. How are you feeling? Thanks. Um, it definitely does feel great winning last week, but I feel like now I just feel kind of normal. Yeah, it's crazy. It feels like you've now like been on tour forever. <laughs> you've only been here one week and you're already a winner. Yeah. Uh, it's like you're part of the furniture. But yeah, just talk us through the week. I mean, obviously your first uh, event on the NDT as a professional. We yeah. know you played uh, in Singapore in the amateur event, but your first your pro debut on the NDT coming into the week. Like, how were the emotions and how did that change as, a, as the event played out? Oh, I mean, it, I was like, yeah, this week just stick the game plan, just play ball and golf, do your best, control whatever you can, and that's all I kind of looked at doing last week. Yeah, but 19 years old, like, did you come into it being like, I could win this, or I could, like, uh, would you just have been happy to make the cut? Like, how was it? I mean, I think, like, winning would definitely be great, but I wasn't really focusing on winning, I was just focusing on just playing my best, because I was like, I can't really control how everyone else plays, like, if someone shoots like the wrong of their life, I can't control it. Or like I can't control like the wind factors and stuff because it's like I just can't control it. So like I was like, if I just do my best and then that's all I can control. If I do my best, I'll be happy with it. So yeah. yeah. Did you get like nervous at all? Like we see so many players, oh. especially rookies, if they're in contention, and Nicola, we see it all the time. Obviously, it's which is understandable. But like you'd think, you know, we were looking at the leaderboard and we thought, oh, maybe she'll. She might fall off, might get nervous, and it seemed like you were just like cool and controlled the whole four days. But was that the case? Like, I, did the nerves get worse, or how was it? I don't think I got nervous at all. Like, Must be nice. Huh? <laughs> I think I think I was just focused. Like, I wouldn't say nervous. I'll just say focused or yeah. like just concentrated, kind of. Or like I just took each shot like how I, how I take every other shot. So yeah, because you never really had a wobble. I don't think throughout the whole um, week and not really. No, no. it wasn't really. It was just. Fairway, what was it? So you said, so come on, talk us through this boring golf because we know you, we saw it firsthand in Kenya. It's like fairways green, fairways green. Um, okay, except on one. Yeah, but like, like, I had, so like was that, is that how you like to play or because you, you're not that? I mean, because when you hit it on the tee, and if you haven't seen Shannon swing yet, get on the LET socials and have a look because she absolutely rips it off the tee. But I wouldn't say maybe if you play boring golf, as you call it, you're not yeah. necessarily aggressive. So, how is your like approach to golf? Like just try find the fairway, <laughs> try find the green. Like that's it. Like You're making it sound so easy. It's, oh, it's crazy. So, Nicola, you're obviously there with me in Kenya. I mean, what did you make of young Shannon's performance? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, you've made me look very good because <laughs> in last week's podcast, it took two minutes for you to. Uh, I actually listened to it. So. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I I was asked by the commentators who might be rookie of the year. I yes. said Shannon. And, you know, seven days later, she's won the yeah, first that was quite the, the quite the prediction. That um, was... uh, don't worry, guys, I, I only get predictions right about twice a year. So yeah. um, <laughs> I've got the first one out of the way. Yeah, that was good going. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was just more, obviously, I saw you in the pre-qualifier at Q School, yep. um, as well as the final qualifier at Q School, and just saw how solid you were as a player and as you you say this boring golf and then I realized actually how many fairways and greens you do hit um and last week particularly the difference was even as you said 
you said to me in round one you had your D game. Yeah, it was, it was bit. Yeah, like wow. bit. Because yeah. you only hit 12, right? Yeah. Fairways. No, wait. 12, 12 fairways. No, 13 greens and then like yeah. 11 fairways. Yeah, like right. Whereas I spoke to a couple of players who like had way worse first days and they hit like three fairways compared to, so you, like the, diff yeah, yeah. the difference between someone having a bad day and only hitting 11 compared to the rest of the field when they're over par and they're hitting like three or four. Like that, that's, I think that was the main difference. Um, but yeah, as George said, you didn't seem to get nervous. No. And also the cameras as well. Like sometimes rookies see the cameras, they freeze, they go, oh my gosh, they're following me. That means I'm doing well. Whereas you didn't do that. <laughs> but it was like you didn't even know the cameras were on you. Is that yeah. sort of right? You just... I mean, yeah, I just like, just hit the shot. Yeah. Like, just, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Making it sound so easy. Like, yeah. listen to this and be like, but, but no, let's, uh, well, we'll stay with the event for now. But like, how's it been? We spoke just after about all the messages you were getting while we were waiting for the presentation on your phone. I was going to say, I've never, I, I had her phone for, yeah. for a few minutes while she was doing her speech and I've never seen so many notifications like, has come now? How's through? it been the past week? And I'm like, still getting notifications. How many messages do you think you've had on, on that phone? It's too many, like... Hundreds? 200, 300. Wow. That's... Like, a lot. Yeah. yeah. And you're still going through replying to them? If I'm... Free, yeah, I will. yeah. yeah. I've been kind of busy though, like traveling, practice, round yeah, practice, of type course. of thing. So, yeah. well, we'll get to that traveling in a minute. But and I mean, just how's it been? Like I say, you made history. The first, I mean, you were the first player from Singapore as a full member to tee up yeah. on the LETs. You already made history, and we'd already made a point of saying that you were a history maker in your own right for doing that. And then you go on and win, and you become the first uh, winner on the LET, first female winner on a on a major golf tour. Um, as it was highlighted on TV. So what's it been like, the reception from Singapore? Like, because it seemed, we, when we've been getting requests from Singapore, you just type your name into Google and there's loads of articles already about the yep. significance of the win. Like, how's it been? I think there's been a lot of attention and like probably a lot of people watching the live on YouTube and stuff like that. And I think it's kind of a good thing because then I kind of want golf to be like a bigger sport back in Singapore because right now it's not really a like one of the bigger sports and it, it'd be good to see like one of the sports you love kind of just grow and get bigger in like your home country yeah yeah absolutely yeah good. Well, I mean I was doing the live stream from YouTube and actually just got the stats today and we had 29% of our audience was from Singapore on the final day so it's broadcast obviously all around the world yep. and we had that many people tuning in just to watch you yeah. win so like that must have been and your so we'll get to your college days in a minute but you had your college i saw your college team were watching it on the phone yeah how's it been the day were they like messaging you straight away yeah like, like right right after my coach messaged me teammates messaged me so they were all following yeah. yeah nice well should we go back to go back to say go back to the beginning she's only 19 <laughs> shannon but yeah. so well actually no, let's go to q school because obviously you teed up at q school you still how how, how long were you into college were you um, oh year and a half year and a half out where were you at texas tech Okay, so you've decided to come to Q. Just tell us about the whole decision to come to Q school, and then like talk us through it, because obviously then you then you got your card and you had another big decision to make. So just tell us about Q school. I guess I kind of went for like the experience or like to see how I fare against the other players, and then I kind of won pre qualifier. Like I, I kind of tied. So I guess I did well then, and I finished like tied eight at final stage, and I was like. Maybe I might be ready for this, kind of. And I spoke to my coach about it and she just supported my decision. So 
it's basically how I win. Yeah. She just got better and better, didn't she, out there? I mean, I actually yeah. didn't see too much of you at the beginning of the Q school. You were telling me there's a Singapore player who's, like, really good. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. But yeah, because you did the same thing in pre-Q that you did in FQ. Like, you just crept up the leaderboard continually, kind of, yeah. like, throughout the week. And so that's the thing, I pre-warned I pre Georgia, I was like, oh, there's this player from Singapore, she won the blah, blah, blah. And then, like, the first two days, you, you won in the top 20, I'm like, mm. she's just there, she's there. She'll climb at some yeah. point, and then you and did. And you did, you had a like, good, what was it, like, the third? Uh, yeah, shots, five under, four under, five under, yeah. really bad fourth round, like, completely <laughs> lost it, and then I four under last round. Yeah, yeah. exactly, but, like, yeah. the consistency. Because final cue was two very different courses, so if you yeah. weren't the like yeah. if you were on the wrong, not the wrong side of the draw, but if because obviously one player shot eleven under on mm. the first day on oh, one yeah. course, it meant that the leaderboard was a little skewed. So it wasn't until the end of the second day that kind of once the scores had leveled out, that obviously you were nine under total, yeah. and then it was a bit more like okay, there you are, yeah. <laughs> and then yeah, you were one of the people to watch. Yeah. Um. But like, how was Q school generally for you? Because um as an experience, obviously it's a long two weeks and you were there for the full two weeks. Yeah, it was like 13 days of golf in a row, like two practice rounds for pre-qualifier, three actual rounds and then three practice rounds for final stage and then five actual rounds. So that's like a lot of golf, yeah. But I think that we all kind of like just focused on like recovery and like getting ready for the next day because 13 days of golf in a row is not easy, mm. but yeah. yeah. But how was it obviously going, never been to Morocco before? No, that was like, my first time, yeah. Still a teenager, going away, like how, is there anyone that like helped you with the experience when you were there? Or is there anyone that, like any of the other like Q school players that, that helped you? Um, how was that week? Because it must have been pretty like daunting and intimidating, you're travelling to this new country, you're trying to obviously get your cards, like how, how was that? I mean I felt fine, like... <laughs> She's so cool, yeah. what is this? <laughs> I mean it's just going somewhere to play golf. So yeah. I guess it was fine. This is like the the best and worst advert for like yeah. <laughs> getting an ATT card, just making it sound easy. It's so like, this was easy. I played well. I, hit the I win. <laughs> <laughs> got my card, win my first event on tour, now I'm in Saudi Arabia, five million dollar event. It's all good. But obviously you get your card and we know you then had a tough decision to make. So tell us about obviously talking with your family and then making the decision to turn pro. How difficult was that and what were the steps that you, you took? Um, there were a lot of like factors to decide. Like one of it would be like leaving my team in college and like there was kind of like a big factor. But like at the same time I've got this like opportunity to play on the LED so it's like I kinda wanna take that up as well. So I mean, I spoke to my parents, coaches, and they were like, just do what you think is best for you. And I kind of think like playing on the LED would be a lot better in terms of like the experience and everything you get here. So I'm kind of glad I made, I made that decision. So oh, yeah, I mean, definitely vindicated already with a win <laughs> in your first event. Um, but let's go back then because I'm interested and you mentioned it, that Singapore was not the biggest golfing country. Yeah. Um, I used to live in Singapore, so this is why we had this connection. Um, 
And I was actually saying to you how difficult it was for us when we were there to like get on the course or get played. There's, yep. I think there's about 13 golf courses there, aren't there? And most of them obviously I private courses. I think 13, but one is shutting down this year. One is shutting, so losing one, so 12. Yeah. We yeah. really lost Keppel and we're going to lose one more this year if I'm not wrong. Oh, so. no. Why are they losing a course? Just like, now? I think residential. Ah, okay. Makes sense. More slightly, yeah. yeah. But, so tell me then, with such a small country, not that many golf courses, how do you possibly get into golf? And how do you get so good at golf? Oh, so my dad used to play golf and he just brought me to the range. I kind of like hitting balls. Like it just felt satisfying. Yeah. So I just kept playing golf and then like playing on the course as well. And then that's, I just like playing golf, to be honest. Mm -hmm. So that's basically how it all happened. <laughs> yeah. You did play any other sports or? Uh, I did running, like 800 meter. Ah, nice. But, I mean, I'm not good at running now, but yeah. I was when I was a kid. But I prefer golfing than running, so... Yeah, yep. it's bad. That's bad. <laughs> <laughs> George, like George is like, I prefer running. <laughs> no, I prefer golf, but I'm rubbish at golf. And then I. He's good at running. Good at running. <laughs> I was like, I could do some sort of switch, but that's awesome then. So then, what age did it get like serious, would you say, for you? Uh, probably when I was eight, I started watching like events like on TV and live, and I was like, I kind of want to be up there. So that's kind of where like the whole thing started. Like, I was just more driven kind of yeah and then um, yeah when i got to like i think 13 14 i started playing more like international events and then just getting more experience so that's yep i mean that was only like five years ago i was about so. to say she <laughs> said when you were eight so the, when you're 19 now 11, 11 so years it was like 2013 2013 2012 brilliant um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that really so when you were watching on tv who did you like to watch on TV, like who was it that you were looking up? Um, to? lots of like Stacey Lewis, Paula Creamer, mm -hmm. and then a bit after was like Lydia Cole and like Michelle Wee. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. You know what? I think she's the first person in this podcast who's gone all female. Full female. Usually it's Tiger or Rory, which is fine. <laughs> we know that. I, mean, I kind of prefer like watching females. I okay. Like it. Yeah. Awesome. And what is it like about someone like Lydia Cole that you that you admire? Just how well she plays. Yeah, she's pretty solid as well. I mean, to be fair, I would say she's kind of boring when it comes to golf. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. I can see the similarities. Yeah, amazing. Ah, nice. That and then, is. what was the first international competition that you did? So, what was the first place that you were able to outside oh of Singapore that you played golf? Maybe Malaysia. Mm -hmm. It's just beside Singapore. Yeah, but I just a little, little just like a little drive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I I think it's if I'm not wrong, it's Malaysia. It has to be, but. So long ago, I can't remember. <laughs> so long ago. So long ago. <laughs> but, so, but last year, you had obviously a big win already, didn't you? You won the Singapore, was it the Singapore Ladies yes. Masters yes. as an amateur? Yep. So you were the top place, you were the winner, the top place Singaporean, and the top place amateur. Yep. Won them all. Um, how was that for you? And like, again, did you go and thinking you were going to win? Or what was, what was that tournament like? Oh, uh, it was like, kind of home ground for me. So I guess I had, kind of like an advantage and I kind of knew like I kind of thought like if I just know the hit and stuff that whole week I'd probably win but I mean when you got home course advantage it's like I don't know yeah. it kind of helps but yeah well I guess you are now the top you're the top player in Singapore obviously so going in with that attitude is justified <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be yeah but you so you studied at Texas Texas Tech. Texas Tech. Yeah. Uh, tell us about that process. Did you have like 
loads of uh, like offers from other colleges. Why did you end up picking Texas? So um, it was like COVID time when I was looking at colleges, so I couldn't visit, they couldn't visit me. And it was kind of like a really awkward period for recruiting because you just can't visit and like got no idea what to expect. So like, um, but like at that point, Texas Tech was like ranked, I think 20, low 20s. So they're pretty good and like, like they're not too good at like academics, which is kind of what I want because I'm not really book smart. Okay. And I'm more really focused to golf. So I'm like, yeah, I want to go there and just golf, not get too caught up in like school. <laughs> so yeah. that was like probably the best option I had. Yeah. So you go there, what was it like? First impressions? Everything, I guess, is ma like to any of everything's bigger in Texas, obviously. So, but the colleges there are crazy, and the college sports, right? That's big, yeah. like football uh, school. So, yeah. how was that? Um, I would say like, like everything needed was there, like facilities, um, like a really big gym and nutrition stuff, and like where I stayed at, like the dorms, it's like about a five-minute drive from the golf course, so that's really convenient. And you can just like go to the course whenever you want to. It's like not crowded and just like short. Be like, I want to play right now, and they just let you on. So it's convenient. It's a dream, right there. Yeah. <laughs> nice, uh, Nicola. Have you? So what was it in terms of like? Did you watch any other sports when you were there, or you were like fully focused on golf? Um, also football's really big there, but I don't really watch football. Like it's just four hours of <laughs> <laughs> a lot yeah. of stop start. Yeah. 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 No, but no. I kind of prefer watching like volleyball and like basketball where it's like just faster moving. Yeah. Or it's like more intense kind of. So I, I kind of watch those two sports in college, but okay. yeah. Nice. And then, yeah, are there any um, friends that you made, obviously, whilst you were at college? Though? But you said they were all watching you the other day and calling you <laughs> yeah. afterwards. So yeah, what was it like making friendships and kind of going there? Did you meet new people? So I'm actually kind of like an introvert to start with. But they were all like welcoming and like they got me to open up and like so that was great kind of having them like kind of like getting me to open up and like be myself because mm -hmm. it's like I guess it's great to be yourself around people you see every day so that was one thing I was glad with. Yep. Yeah, and here we are now after after your win in Saudi Arabia, um, biggest one of the biggest events on the LET schedule, huge purse. How's it been this past week? Did you say a lot of traveling? I know you had like a cancelled flight. What's, yeah. what's the past few days been like for you since the win? Oh, yeah. So I had to cancel a flight and then rebook on a different flight. It's like, I guess before turning pro, I was like, oh, like, I was expecting just to play golf, but now it's like I've got other things to deal with, like flights, accommodation, visas, other stuff that I didn't really think about. But now it's like, welcome to the real world kind of things. Like, yeah. Yeah. kind of different because oh. I guess like in college it's like they really do your schedule and book stuff for you just show up and golf but yeah now it's like you got other stuff to kind of deal with yeah absolutely but we we've got you here now on tour you're a one-time winner from one event which again is just badness but what's like the plan I know we spoke about it you want to play a whole season on the LET right yep. so what's the, what's the plan for the year as simple as that or yeah, just play every <laughs> event and then just do my best at every but event. But you're going to play, have you, like, have you worked out, like, I'm going to play this many events or are you just going to just... Well, so, like, before I won, I was kind of seeing what events I could get into and what events I couldn't get into, but now it's, like, my categories moved up, so I'm, like, I can get into almost everything, so it makes planning a lot easier now. 
but I'll probably play everything that I can get into. So it's like, yeah, yeah. We obviously got an exciting year. We're off to South Africa, Australia. Yeah. Um, you're gonna play. Is it planned to play all those? Yeah, I'll probably play yeah. all of it. Yeah. Just win them all. Hundred <laughs> <100% laughs> percent record so far. Um, but it's a big week this week, as I said, for a five million dollar purse. Um, Solheim Cup stars in the field. Some of the major winners in the field. How's it been like so far? Right, rubbing shoulders with some of the best best golfers in the world. Some of the golfers you said you must have been watching as you were growing up, not that long ago. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How's that been so far? Have you, have you met anyone yet this oh, week? Have been like wow. I was on the putting green yesterday. I saw like Georgia Hall, like five like, yards away from me. I was so starstruck because <laughs> she's. I've always looked up to her. She's like really mellow and like she's not emotional, but like she doesn't really get like emotional. So, like, I kind of look up to, like, her attitude and, like, what she does. So I was just really starstruck when I saw her yesterday, but too scared to make eye contact. So. Uh, I was going to say, did you say hello? No, nah, I was so scared. Like, oh, I just looked away. We, we, we could do that. that. <laughs> yeah. I was so starstruck. Wow, that's amazing. We, we can try and do that for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that is awesome. And have you had many other players this week coming up to you and congratulating you on the win? What's it yeah, like? um, a lot of people have said congrats and... Yeah. Nice, that is pretty surreal. Yeah. Well, obviously, how are you feeling now going into this week with the, like, the games obviously must be feeling as, like, well, you just won, so the game must feel, like, perfect, but how are you, how are you feeling, like, confident going into this week, a little bit nervous, how, how are the emotions now? Oh, to be honest, I just feel it's, like, just, it's a exciting, new, just yeah. like, it's a new week, but, like, the same stuff that I'll do, so it just feels like a normal Week. It's a normal week, yeah. yeah. Until you get drawn with Georgia Hall in round three. Oh, I, I, I'd be so starstruck there. But... <laughs> then it would all change. This high school Shannon would suddenly... High school Shannon suddenly asking for photos and like yeah. doing everything. Yeah. Who would be like your dream dream parent, you reckon? Like, Georgia Hall. Georgia Hall, yeah. She's yeah. your favourite pair. Yeah. Okay, we definitely got to try and get to meet, yeah. to meet Shannon this week. Sure. Wow, Are that's you going to say half of the draw? Yeah. Yeah. No, she's in the morning. Oh. Okay. We'll have to wait. Make the cut. Yeah. And then, <laughs> yeah. then we'll reassess. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that is, that is awesome. And like having won now, I know you did like a TV interview earlier. They might have asked you about like goals for the rest of the year. Like has, your, has it changed? You now, like you've proven that you can beat the best on the LET. So are you thinking, oh, I want to get another win? Or are you just like, no, I just keep, you know, just... I mean, it would be great to get as many wins as possible. But okay. I feel like it's just, it's kind of like, you want to win, but you can't control how someone else plays. But even if I play my best, one can also play their best, and their best can be better than mine. So I can't really do anything about it. But all I can do is just try and do my best and then improve each week. Yep. But in terms of those goals, obviously now you've got that win. You've got yeah. some points on the Order of Merit and those things, I was going to say. Mm. But like, obviously, we know that getting into the majors in the summer comes through the order of merit or being a winner. So you've ticked one, one of those yeah. boxes and so you're going to play a major most likely. Um, so like, how does that feel to potentially be able to, you know, look at that summer section where sometimes players obviously can't play because of the co-sanctioned events. Obviously we have a reduced amount of LET players because we have them with the LPGA, but you're already up there on the ranking, yeah. so it's most likely that you will be playing in those. Like, how does that feel to be able to do that? Um, I would say great. Like, it feels great. And, like, I saw, I saw my coach before coming here, 
So he coaches Hannah Green and Minji Lee. So he's like, they're playing in a major, so you better make it to one of the majors. <laughs> I'm like, yep, I'll try my best, but yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. And especially, yeah, that is, and a special one, the Open this year being at St Andrews. Yeah, of course, you, Have yeah. you been to Scotland before? You played Lynx I've Golf? played St Andrews, but the Eden course in okay. whole 17, 18 of the old course. So it was like in the Junior Open 2018. Okay. So that's the only time I've been to Scotland. Yeah, so that'll obviously be a special one. That must obviously is on your radar and, well, yeah. the chance you'll be there now, yeah. so... Once we know the criteria, then you'll... Yes, there we go. Wow, that's... Yeah. And another thing, actually, which is... So we were yeah, here today we were doing Olympic... Uh, we were doing a series of Olympic features today, speaking to players and players from certain countries that can qualify for the Olympics. And then we thought, actually, Shannon could probably have a good chance now, potentially moving up the rankings and, and playing for Singapore in the Olympics. Is that something you've even thought about? Or is that like a dream of yours? Like... Uh, I yeah. guess it's only been a few days, so you haven't had much time to think about anything, but like, <laughs> tell us about that, maybe. I mean, yeah, no Singaporean golfer has ever played in the Olympics, so it'll be nice to be the first one. I think I'm ranked like 227 now, so... Generally, so the last Olympics, like high it was kind 200s. of the top 300 yeah. who, would, who would get in, and obviously without win, I'll, I'm actually checking out. Yeah. But yeah, that's what we were saying, like, if you obviously continue that... Yeah, it's like there's a chance here. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. I think I've got like four more months, three months. Yeah, so yeah. end of June. Ah, so it is on your radar. She has. <laughs> <it>. <laughs> she has. Yeah. Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah, and like this year, the Olympics at the Golf National, the Ryder Cup course. That'd be very special. Yeah. So yep. exciting, exciting times ahead. And obviously, all about just general, like I know it's sometimes boring, but like career goals. Have you set yourself? Like a target, or we speak to players. They want to, you know, they want to get to the LPGA. They want to win majors. They want to be well number one. Like, where do you, where do you? Uh... I think I'm more of like a small goal kind of person. Like, I really struggle figuring out big goals. Or like, if I, I feel like small goals help me work a lot better and get less distracted instead of like a big goal where like I get really distracted of like a big picture. It's not really insight or like. Yeah. I feel like with small goals, it's like a lot easier to work with for yeah. me personally. I guess it's just like your philosophy on the course, isn't it? Like one shot at a time, yeah. just not. Just like small baby steps. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's is, that is good. No, we enjoyed watching you on Sunday. And oh, it was quite a duel in the end, wasn't it, with Alessandra? Because um, you played with her Saturday and Sunday, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, how was that playing alongside her? Did it, do you think it helped you, like her sort of style? or? What was, what was it like? Because in the end, it was quite a battle. You obviously both what five shots ahead going into the final round. Yeah, so. the, the round was kind of close. It's like, I'd get a hit by one, she'd get a hit by one. And then she... I was hit by two after 13. She chipped in on 14. Yeah. So I was a hit of her by one, and she made like a huge part on 18. Yeah, she made two long parts, didn't she, on, on Saturday? She, yeah, she probably... Yeah, yeah. I think 11, 10 or 11, she made a really long one. Chipped in, then made that long one. Yeah, whole... Yeah. Might be whole nine. Yeah, I think maybe. So. Yeah, yeah it's before the live came on. They'd just shown it, and I was like, "Oh, the putt's hot feathers." Yeah. Today. But um, and it was crazy for you because it, you won the tournament by four shots, like, but you didn't have that many highlights. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. It's like you say, it's just that goal for you, that sort of style that you play. Yeah. It wasn't really like highlight real shots, but I think it's just a testament to how you how you did play. Um, yeah, it was an awesome battle. When was the point when you realised oh, I'm gonna win this? Or Oh, there wasn't really a point where I realised it until, no. like, 
to maybe that came, maybe on the last one the green eye kind of looked towards walking up eye. with the giraffes yeah. we've got to get to that actually haven't we like you're in Kenya first event what an event it is like yeah. we were there Flipingo Ridge there's giraffes everywhere there's yeah. zebras how was how was that that week for you uh, it was different yeah. like I haven't seen like zebras and giraffes and stuff in real life yeah so that was my first time seeing them up close so that was different yeah, yeah. fun week yep absolutely I think the the we spoke about it Alessandra's part on 11 that was sort of like the turning point wasn't it she right. missed she just missed one on nine I think on the turn you were maybe three shots ahead um, and then the one on 11 it was like how close was that on TV it looked like it just, oh, just it, dropped like, in it could actually just fall in like oh. any second that was like yeah because yeah. it's only 10 second rule right 10 you second, to yeah. wait. I mean like I feel like it would have dropped if it just waited like 10 I feel like it depends on how like just depends if like yeah. the wind blows or like yeah but we knew like when that i felt like when that happened it was like it's gonna be shannon's day today so yeah it's quite quite the win wasn't it have you is, have you, is it updated right um yeah we wanted to get in contact with her oh what about it yeah, changes she's not on <coughs> yeah because it, it doesn't update it hasn't updated I no it's updated as of february 12th oh so is it so shannon's oh. in at the minute She's not on the list, that's my point. Uh, we got to get you in. We'll edit what, what's like the um, cut-off? Right oh, now? You're, you're way in the cut-off, that's why oh. I'm, I'm confused. Oh, I love uh, that, it's only... Uh... No, 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 but like, this is as of yesterday. Uh. And, yeah, like there are, for example, so you're world number 227, yep. as I just checked. What was she before the win, did it say? 439. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought it was like some... Well, it's because like, you got obviously the ranking points, didn't you, from when you're an amateur? Yeah. Uh, yeah. It helps. Yeah. <laughs> that helps, whereas some people obviously turn pro and then don't have any... Ra or have like fewer ranking points. Yeah. Whereas you actually had a few more. I think so. I've played like maybe five, six events maybe. Yeah, yeah that contributes to it. Yep. Um, yeah, so right now the last player in the Olympic field is 335. Yeah. So you'd but, be in. Yeah, she should be in. Yeah. <laughs> better, better give our friends at the Olympics a call then. Yeah, um, uh, just to see what's going on there. But yeah, so um, right now. Wow. It goes down then, to 330. Another thing this summer then that could be... And you never played in the major yet, have you? Not as an amateur? No. No, so it'd no. be your first, yeah. potentially, Evian. Well... Evian if you stay in high in the yeah. order of merit. And then normally... ARG is LET winners from yep. this year, so let's take that loss. <laughs> wow, what exciting year ahead! And like, who who at the minute of you is there anyone you've like uh, like befriended other than us, of course? Like, but who have you like befriended on tour? Any of anyone that you so far um, maybe went to Q school with you that you become friends with? I would say Nicole Garcia. Okay. Like I played for my first and second round, and she's I don't know she's like she's really nice and. She honestly won't shut up. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I didn't know, because you'd said to me earlier, oh, I'm going to have a dinner with Nicole. Oh, yeah. And I was, I was like, which one is Nicole? Well, <laughs> he also asked me, he was like, does, he, does she mean you? And I went, yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. really cool. And obviously, Nicole's been on tour quite a while now, yeah. so it's good someone to... Yeah, she's like really comical. Yeah. She's like a really comical person. So I was having lunch yesterday. And I just felt someone like just coming right behind me. She came right behind me, kissed me on the cheek. I was like, what? <laughs> nice. <laughs> like yeah, she, she's... I don't know, she just like, she does really stupid things, but it's like, she's a funny person. Yeah. 
That's good because we well we had forced Alexa, Alexandra Forsling on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. She said as a rookie, you got to ask questions, 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 yeah. questions. So is this something that you've been doing? And I guess someone like Nicole is helpful for that. Yeah, and also like um, Momoka. So yeah. I played two events in Australia, and she played those as well. And then we flew in to Kenya together. So it was kind of nice traveling with someone. Yeah. So yeah, I kind of asked her some questions as well, but nice. Yeah. Any sound advice you've had? Yeah. Any. Anything that stuck with you? Any um, rookie advice? You, you should be the one giving the advice yeah. now. So. <laughs> just, yeah, just, I guess just travel stuff, isn't just it? Just travel stuff, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, the fact that on on Sunday you <laughs> we were waiting for the presentation and you were like asking everyone what their flights were oh, to yeah. Saudi. Yeah. Yeah. And then literally you're on the phone with your dad and just talking about flights rather than yeah, winning. I was, I was like, can you book a flight for me? Like, <laughs> now <laughs> and like sort out like my accommodation stuff and like the visa and the visa and stuff like that yeah yeah that's the tricky part yeah but we're here we made it so yeah. and obviously you uh, played the practice round yesterday yep uh, yesterday after i arrived yeah yeah what are you making of the, the course so far in saudi arabia in general oh it's a it's really different from last week like yes it's kind of I would say there's like no trees, but it's not necessarily white. It's like they kind of grew the rough out. So if you miss the fairway, it'd be like a lot tougher. Yeah, they definitely grown yeah. out. Obviously, we were here in October when Alison Lee broke what seemed like every record <laughs> yeah. in our books. Nicola did the record books yeah. over Christmas. And <laughs> there were a lot that needed updating. Yeah, it's changed <laughs> a lot. So they have obviously, and with it being such a big purse, uh, they obviously changed it. So it should be a. Uh, should be a fun week, I think a tough yeah. week, but yeah, a big change from last week. Yeah, I heard like um like the greens here this year are a lot firmer than last year and like it's a lot longer than last year as well. So like you can't really go for par fives in two. No. Yeah. And is eighteen eighteen is like a drivable par four, but is that is that playing like that this week or um, no? there's two T boxes. Yeah. So okay, like, so they I might they might be bad. To try and entice yeah. last time on the final day. <laughs> Yeah. yeah just well, everyone seems to be driving it, but um, that's, that's cool. And what about you as a player? For those that don't know you, like, what's what's the strongest part of your game? What besides being um, a boring, <laughs> player, like what, like strongest part? Maybe just accuracy. I've also heard like I I'm a good putter, but I'd say putting. Like I, watching you putt, you have that. Um, yeah, you know what the commentators they they I think uh, Sophie was saying that you have you, you almost you'll have like Brooks Kepka that's what she said in your mannerisms when you putt which I thought was quiet and now I can sort of see it the way you sort of line it up I don't know I can't see it now I think Sophie mentioned it in the commentary <laughs> and I was like oh, yeah I can see it so that's quite the compliment but yeah you your I think your putting stroke I think your your putting is the best part of your game just from watching like you it's just like just looks effortless and wish I could putt like that. I'd also go to probably your mental game because as we said like you clearly don't get nervous at the cameras and apart from in front of Georgia Hall maybe um, yeah you take the range that probably yeah probably with apart Georgia from Hall yeah. but like <laughs> um, to have such a like strong resilience when you just come out on top yeah, yeah that's the mental like mental people don't game. necessarily have that so that's also a bonus and it's not something you probably should have coming straight out of like in your situation one year on tour one year in college like I guess it's something that you learn over time is to have that sort of mindset and you might have like like up you know 
times where you might not win a tournament or you get a bit nervous and you learn from those experiences but you've just come in and that's not happened to you so I think that's yeah fair as well for the rest of the year for sure and just finally then I think aside from golf in the we like to obviously get to know our players on a personal level. So tell us about Shannon off the course as a person. You said you're a bit of an introvert, but then you yeah. come out of your shell. What do you like to do in your spare time? What, what are you like as a person for those that don't know you that? Like, like we do after these four <laughs> days, it feels like we don't know forever. But yeah, tell us a bit about yourself, Shannon. Um, maybe just like hanging out with close friends. Um, watching Netflix, maybe. Or like documentaries. Favourite show? We've got, have you got a series? Now you're going to be on the road so much, you need a series that you're going to binge. I don't know, like, if I'm on the road, I just listen to music, though. Like, I... I don't, like... I'm, I mean, like, if I'm travelling, I just, like, like, close my eyes and just chill. But... I always see you on the range. Where you got your earphones on when you... Yeah. So what... I, what, I can't not have my AirPods What do you listen to you when you're on the range, yeah? Um, it's more, like... You like Jay Z and like Dr. Trey and. Well, not personally, but yeah, I can get what it's always, <laughs> that kind of stuff. I just need something so like, to, like kind of like hype music. I need I need to like be hyped up. I can't listen to slow stuff like, it and it I it's like the same, like thirty songs. Like a play, you have like a pre go pre round playlist. It, and it's the same songs. It's been the same songs for like the past what four years. Yeah. So it's a routine for sure. That's fair. It's like my power hour playlist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If I need to do an hour of work, I will like. That's like Taylor Swift. No, no, no. it's not Taylor Swift. <laughs> <laughs> That's my other playlist. Oh, I've seen her live, so it's yeah, fine. Sure, sure. Um, no, my '90s pop playlist oh, is my power. All the bangers. Yeah, exactly. All, all, <laughs> all the upbeat. Yeah, type, yeah, type, yeah, type, yeah. If I need to get to, the, very different genres, but I understand where you're coming from. <laughs> Yeah. That's good, yeah. With it, yeah. Do you like, you said you weren't book smart, but do you read any books, listen to audiobooks, or is that not? Did Nicole talk about books? Oh, yeah, she, um, <laughs> she asked me if I, like, I mean, I had dinner for her just now, and she was like, Do you read books? I'm like, What? No. <laughs> like, she why would books. I? <laughs> she absolutely loves yeah, books. Yeah, that would change if you keep hanging around with Nicole. I yeah, guess. she yeah, will get you into books, even if it's just audiobooks and listening to them. She, she, will, she will try and tempt you, I assure you. Um, in terms of food, what's your favourite type of food? Lots, like, I like seafood, lots of Asian food, but not spicy, I can't eat spicy food, but I'm Asian, so that doesn't make sense, but, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I like Italian, like, pasta, pizzas, burgers, I love wings as well, I think, like, everything that's not spicy. Yeah. Yeah. And then if you were, well, this is interesting because Singapore's an island. I was going to say, normally I say like beach holiday or mountain holiday, but I mean, Singapore's kind of, you, you can oh, just Singapore go. ticks all the boxes. You can just go wherever. <laughs> but like when you're relaxing, what do you, where would you like to relax more? Like in what setting? I think beach, it's like, I don't know, the waves are kind of like therapeutic, kind of. Mm-hmm. I feel like mountains... Just gives me like a really cold vibe for some reason. Oh, <laughs> I mean, fair. <laughs> what about have you got like favorite place you visit? Favorite place. Favorite country you've been to? Apart from Kenya, obviously that's not yeah. number one top of the list. Yes. Maybe Australia, like. Yeah, okay, yeah. Cause I lived there for three years. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
Was that just for like uh, parents' work or? Uh, I did high school there, so like high school in Singapore is basically bad. Like you start school at seven, finish at four, and then you got homework, so you got no time for golf. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Singapore's really like academic. I was about to say, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's probably probably why I left. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, in Australia, it's like I start school at nine, finish at two, so I like golf before school and after school, yeah. so that I just get more time. So was that a decision from your parents? You went there, was it f- so you had more time for golf or was that just purely for the academic side of it? How come, why did um, they, why did you choose to go to Australia for, for free? Probably more time for golf and academic as well. Like, okay. I would like academic in Singapore, just like you just have to like study 24 Oh yeah, it's yeah, nuts. It, <laughs> it's insane, yeah. Yeah. So where were you in Australia? Uh, on the Gold Coast, so it's like, Kind of near Brisbane-ish, yeah. Yeah. Us one and Gold Coast last time. We had our tournament very close to... Was it like um, Kulangata? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Tweed, yeah. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we went Gold Coast, basically was there yeah. last time. So, yep. yeah. Fair. It's nice. very, very chilled there. Yeah. It is, so yeah. So you've lived in America, in Australia, in yep. Singapore. Yep. Mm. Wow. Nice mix. Like you, George. But they like me, yeah. <laughs> Not so Australia, but like... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> One of us has a mental game on the golf course. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm also somewhere today, but so I'm not very good at living abroad, basically. But apart from that, yeah, so much in common. So no, it's also I didn't know about the Australia, and obviously you then you were there last last month making your pro debut, right? Yep. So I played two events there and saw my coach. Okay. Yep. So whatever he said to you, mustard. <laughs> Did you like work on anything, or was it just um, like tinkering before the season? Just like, maybe did some stuff on like putting, like just a bit of posture stuff that wasn't really the best. Yeah. And same with long game, like my driver, kind of like, so I'm more of a fake bias person. Yeah. But I just had to try and like, learn how to hit a draw or like, control my shot shaping a bit better. Got you. So then Kenya, were you shaping a lot or were you sticking to what you knew? Um, If I had to like, shape something, then I... Yeah. yeah, we saw a lot because it was so obviously the wind would just pick up at various points in Kenya, didn't it? I think in the afternoon, like once it hits like twelve pm, yeah. it get up to like maybe twenty miles an hour. And then we saw a lot. Your your caddy Robin, who obviously Robin has been around on the LET for a while now. Yeah. We we know him. He's like part of the furniture, one of the one of the many caddies. And a lot of the time, we saw you deep in discussion and thinking about what shot to to play. So it seemed like it was very strategic. Needed to be strategic around Kenya. Yep. And how much how much of a help was he on on the weekend? He was great. He was like, just hit this club, this distance, hit to this spot. Yeah. And that was it. And you did it. Yeah. <laughs> Dream <laughs> team. Because yeah. how did that come about? Because obviously he helped you at final queue. Yep, he came for me at final yeah. stage. Yeah. But yeah. not pre-queue. No. So <laughs> how did that happen that he was on your bag for final queue? Uh, long story. So Amy Taylor, who went to Texas Tech, she was like, do you need a caddy for next week? So that was like, with like, just after pre-qualifier and I was like um yeah just send me his number and then we worked out well at final stage so I was like yeah we can it'll be great if you can just carry for me the whole season this year so that's how it worked out yeah good partnership yeah Yeah. must be good for him if you just when you say dad (laughs) tells me to hit the shot and I hit it yeah that's all right (laughs) isn't it (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that doesn't happen now with everyone yeah. Um, you mentioned obviously that your coach also coaches Minji and Hannah Green. Yep. So like, have you ever been like seen them or been together coaching? Oh, uh, I haven't been with them like 
together with my coach, but I've seen Menji twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, we played in the same event in Korea, so that's where I saw her, but just like a brief hello and that's it. Yeah. Yeah. No getting starstruck like with Georgia today. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Georgia's just different, like, I just kind of like how she approaches like everything, like she just looks really calm and yeah. I guess like we're kind of similar in terms of like emotions. Mm-hmm. So I guess she's one person I really look up to, yeah. Yeah, do so you remember watching her when she won, obviously, uh, Women's Open? Is that like a, something you watched on TV? And... Yeah, I mean, I, prob- I probably, I, like, I watch a lot of golf, so... Yeah, I like that. It's good. Yeah. yeah. What's your favourite event? Favourite, I mean, last week. Ah, <laughs> actually, yeah. open, that's a good answer. Good answer. No, I think that's, I mean, there's loads that I didn't even... And then watch a coach's name because Richard will kill us if we don't get the name. Oh, I'm sure I could look it up if he's an Lee's coach, but... Uh, Ryan Lumsden. Okay. Yep. And he's obviously been a big... How long have you been with him? For about a year and a half, close to two years now. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Richard will be happy that I asked that now. So <laughs> <laughs> he'll be listening to this. Um, no, that's amazing. Loads of this I didn't even know, Shannon. So that's why we do the podcast, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Find out a bit more. Any more questions for our guests, Nicola, before we let it go? It's getting late now, we've big, big week ahead. It's getting, getting close to, to bedtime for all of us. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Um, I'm trying to think of any more quick fire ones. Is it like, you said you watch a lot of Netflix. What was the last film you watched on Netflix? Young, documentary. Uh, Young Sheldon. Oh, that's good, that. That's a good one, yeah. It's yeah, like the yeah. spin-off from Big Bang Theory. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So that's like your go-to binge series at the minute, is it? I, I already finished it, though. You finished <laughs> it? But what was got, your go-to series? They've got a new season coming out, so I'm just waiting. Ah, ah yeah. that's yeah. good, yeah. That's no, good. with this year ahead, you're going to need probably a lot of material to watch yeah. <laughs> on yeah, planes maybe, and stuff. Yeah. So. Good stuff. Well, Shannon, I think we'll leave it there because, uh, like I say, big week. We're here in Saudi Arabia at the Aramco Saudi Ladies International. Five million dollars purse as well. So big money up for grabs. Um thanks for joining us. Yep, thanks for having me. Congrats again, like what a special week. Um, Thank you. And good luck for the rest of the season. Thanks. It's a competition clinching shot. The LET Golf Podcast, the official podcast of the Ladies European Tour.